ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB. And with this podcast, you're going to listen to it whether you want to or not. So I was trying to be funny there, the uh, bulldog girl, uh, which we all found out last um, last year, which is awesome. Um, but anyway, wrestling royalty is in the house. Please give it up for the daughter of the late WWE Hall of Famer, Davey Boy Smith. It's Georgia Smith. How are you doing today? You all right? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. You know, we met at Rev Pro and uh, the WrestleCon back in 2015. And now here we are. Uh, after all of this has been said and done, the pandemic's slowing down. I'm in Tampa, and yeah, we're we're here. So I'm happy that we're we've reconnected now after all no, this time. No, it's it is good. It's been quite a long time, and I'm super glad that you you know you actually did remember me. Uh, you even sent me emails like yes. Um, but no, it's, it's awesome. Like I'm a fanboy. Um, normally, as a theme of the show. I would normally go back to the beginning and talk about how you got into wrestling or how you became a fan or, you know, whatever. But because it was recent and as a fan, you know, I was proud to see it finally happen. As you can imagine, fans across the world were. Can you please tell the listeners what was it like for you and your family to finally induct your dad into the Hall of Fame after years and years of campaigning for his induction? How did you find out? And were you also gutted to not have any fans? Oh man, you just reminded me I should have, because I've got a Hall of Fame ring in the room, but um, I can maybe go grab it in a bit. But yeah, it was, um, like you said, it was a long time coming. You mm. know, I feel it happened um, much sooner, but you know, things happen the way they're meant to. And I'm glad that it happened in Tampa, where my brother and I live and where my, my dad lived and, you know, uh, Raymond James Stadium and Tropicana Field aren't too far from my house. So that was really cool to, to be able to just drive there and there was no stress uh you know with the plane rides and traveling and all that mm. and my mom flew down and that was really cool it was uh you know I felt sad that my dad didn't have an audience for it and obviously his father and my dad's sister they couldn't attend it but we we all came together we made it work um yeah. it was it was uh you know I still can't believe it happened it was like as you know the big big build-up and then it was like it's done mm. <laughs> um, but it it was uh it was really bittersweet, you know, because I wish my dad would have been there for it. But yeah. um, it was it was really, um, you know, it was like a dream come true. It was like something that I've been hoping and wishing and wanting because um, I know it's something that my dad wanted. And my dad's best work was in WWE. And, you know, the, the biggest, most influential matches were with WWE. And, you know, he, he put British wrestling on the map. And, you know, NXT UK, I believe, wouldn't be existing if it wasn't for him. So... Absolutely. Um, like I said, yeah, you know, it should have, it maybe should have happened a little sooner than that, but it's mm. happened now. And, you know, my dad's all famer. And um, yeah, last year, uh, 2020, he was supposed to go in and my brother got the call. It was about February. He got the call. And usually when you're going into the hall of fame, the hall of famers have like a heads up, like November, December time. And I believe Batista and NWO were announced in November. Yeah. And just thought, I don't know if they're going to announce my dad. You know, there was never any inclinations, no hints to it. 
I remember WWE had asked me at that previous WrestleMania in 2019, they were like, oh, you know, what do you think of, of your dad going in? Is it something you want? I was like, of course it is. And I never really heard anything back about it. Just kind of said like, well, you know, you never know, you know, it's uh, we, we pick through different people and I was like, okay. Um, didn't really expect anything. And yeah, I remember the first announcements for, for NWO Batista in November. And yeah, you usually kind of know then, or they give you a hint or a heads up. And it was mm. getting into February and I was like, I don't think he's going to go in. And then uh, it was like Valentine's Day around then. My brother uh, told me, well, he kind of gave me a false finish. He said he was going to AEW at the time, that that was the big surprise. He wanted to <laughs> come home now. I was doing my taxes and he said, you need to come home now because I've got a surprise to tell you. So, okay. And he said, you know, I've got champagne and, you know, uh, just really need you to come home so we can talk about it. And I want to get our mom on the phone. And I was like, all right. And then he says, you know, I'll tell my mom and us on speakerphone, you know, I'm going to AEW. And I was like, what? Okay. Um, and I was like excited, like happy, like, but I was at the same time, I was like, he's signed with MLW. I was like, I don't really, I'm kind of confused, but I was like, <laughs> oh, all right. And he kept it going, kept it going. And we were like, okay, cool. And then he was like, I'm just kidding, Davey's going in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so you're not going into AW? He was like, no. He said, but I needed you to come home and I needed her <laughs> too. So I would tell you guys all at the same time, and, but I didn't want to tell you before that. I wanted you both to know at the same time. And I was like, how long have you known about this? He was like, about a week. He said, but I was told that <laughs> I couldn't tell you about it. And I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, so I'm going to go on the bump tomorrow to announce it on there and i was like okay and then for some reasons outside of wwe's power and harry they didn't announce it and they said we're going to announce it on Corey graves podcast about march 12th i was like so i keep, keep in mind this was like valentine's day so i was like i have to keep this quiet for over a month and oh, they're like, that must have been so difficult in this day and age as well i know i was like <laughs> So it was like only my mom knew Harry, myself, you know, Natty obviously knew because she was in the company. Um, mm. And I told a couple of my cousins and like, that was it. That was it. You know, I, I, I told my work at the time, I was like, I need this block of time off. And they were like, well, why? And I was like, I can't really like, I had to like that quiet about it. I didn't want it to get what, out. Even with your work? I like, no, no, no. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I understand. I just, all I told them was I'm going to WrestleMania. Oh, okay. I, I need, I need that. And they were like, okay, well, we know she's big, you know, the big wrestling family. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then March 12th, it got announced. And I remember like on Twitter and social media, everybody's like, Con congrats, like all before it was announced. And I couldn't, I couldn't acknowledge them. I couldn't respond. I couldn't, I was just like, oh God, I have to keep this loop. And then March hmm. 12th, it was, and you know what happened March 12th? The world <laughs> COVID. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay. And they were like, you know, WWE, they, they tried, you know, they were still hoping for a show. Our mayor here, Jane Castor was like, we're still going ahead with it. Okay. And then, you know, obviously they did go ahead, but it was at the performance center and mm. the people liaisons with WWE had told me, we're going to have your dad in the hall of fame. Um, but we're kind of going to do a Hall of Fame ceremony when we're allowed to have fans back at our next pay-per-view. You know, we're hoping Survivor Series, hoping November. No, it didn't happen. No. And, you know, no. And uh, I, I didn't know, like, how they were going to go about it, you know, this year. But they made it work. It was, it was a 
crazy. You know, I had an outfit and everything planned for last year. And then when I went to go take it out of my closet, because it was sitting in my closet, all like the beading and everything had like fallen off it. And I was like, okay, well, this isn't good. And so, um, like the week before I got a dress, um, and as every, you guys, my followers might know, I really like love leopard print. So I had that, uh, Union Jack clutch, uh, Harry was all white, um, the big gold chain. If you guys, you know, you can't I miss I love Harry's. your brother's fashion sense, by the way. It's yeah. just, it sticks up like a sore thumb, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it was really cool. And, uh, you know, WWE, they gave us, you know, Hall of Fame treatment. You know, we got picked mm -hmm. up in an Escalade SUV to the hotel and, um, you know, they, they really went above and beyond for us. And, you know, I didn't know what, what to expect. Um, I was like, you know, maybe at this rate, I'll just go home or, cause luckily I could just, it's just like 10 minutes away. Um, I was like, Hmm, but no, they, they took care of us at the hotel. Um, gave us like the red carpet treatment. I saw Vince. He said, hi. Oh yeah. We had the bulldog, the bulldog there, uh, named Buffy. Uh, she came mm. for the event. Um, that was a I cool remember. moment. Really yeah. sweet. I had, um, as you guys know, on my dad's social media, uh, Buffy, who's a viral bulldog, and I connected. Her owner, Rich, and I connected. And um, this was probably like last July. And I was like, if if we're allowed to have a bulldog on stage, can Buffy be a part of it? And Buffy mm. does like football events and big arena events. And he was like, yeah. And he got a bulldog because he was a fan of my dad's. And, um, you know, I, I was waiting for confirmation from WWE if she could come, if she could come. And it was kind of, they, because they were so busy with WrestleMania, it took a long time to to get the okay. But yeah. I was like, Rich, come, and like, we'll figure it out. And he came, brought Buffy, and she, as you saw, stole the show on stage. Mm. I think, you know, with how the Hall of Fame, she, she really, like, stood out, and I believe she made that Hall of Fame special, because it was kind of, I don't want to say, like, a clinical event, but it was, like, very, uh, you know, there's nobody there. <laughs> so... It was kind of hard to embrace, you know, yeah. the induction sort of thing. Yeah. But the introduction up. for your family did stick out. And a lot of fans appreciated the fact that you had the bulldog out there. And, you know, Harry was there and you was there and your mum was there. It was just a really, it was a nice moment, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, Vince loved her. Hunter was like, can I get some selfies with her? My daughter <laughs> loves bulldogs. Yeah. And that was, that was really cool. And then WrestleMania day one, we were there because they did the 2020 people mm -hmm. and getting delayed because of the weather. And I was oh, like, it's like it's jinx, uh, on <laughs> right? Like, and that whole week, it was beautiful weather. Like it was like, you know, like Disney, like Trek weather. It was beautiful, sun, wonderful. And that day it was like scolding hot. It was like 90 degrees. And then it was like eight o'clock. Once eight o'clock hits right when the pay-per-view starts. Yeah. And my mom and I were actually, we went outside to see the national anthem and it was, you know, it was raining and there was uh, the security guard said, uh, you guys got to go back in and take cover. And we were like, what? And it was like torrential rain. And I was like, oh dear God, like right when fans are allowed, like, oh, right when my dad's like, when we have an, an audience. Yep. Oh, to but, finally get that moment when everyone gives your dad that well-deserved applause for his induction um but luckily it you know it had calmed down a bit it was mm. still i mean walking off the ramp it was like bling, bling, bling. and <laughs> that drive for now it's it got wrecked like the train of it <laughs> wet and ruined um but i was just grateful i didn't like slip or anything because it was like super slippery um yeah, and then, you know, we did the, the um, stars and waved to everybody, and that was really cool because, you know, Harry's been in front of large, huge audiences like that, mm -hmm. wrestling, 
my mom, she's, you know, she was at Wembley Stadium and then she accepted my grandfather Stu's Hall of Fame award at that WrestleMania. And I was like, you know, it would be just really, really cool if like I could have that for my dad. Like that would be really cool to experience like that. And having not seen an audience that big in so long. Yeah. So that was really cool. I can imagine that just yeah. it, was, it, was, it was a special moment obviously for your family but the fans as well like especially the UK fans like we just loved it and it was just like mm-hmm. it was one of the highlights of the weekend and um, I'm glad he, you know your dad finally was inducted um just to rewind to the back uh, to the beginning a little bit um as I know you have mm-hmm. three passports UK Canada and US uh, I actually want to know which country did you spend most of your childhood in because uh, I can imagine you're traveling a lot with your dad uh I'm gonna say uh USA so Tampa was probably all together here um Mm -hmm. i was born and raised well i was born in calgary and then in uh, 91 we moved to florida because of wwf at the time my dad's job like he didn't have to move but it was just easier for him to to commute and be there and you know my aunt ellie and my uncle jim were here and my dad's uh colleagues and friends were all here so it just worked out and um yeah we were here for five years and then we returned to canada and you know i did all pretty much all of my elementary school, junior high, high school there. And then I returned to Florida and I've been back and forth in Florida for over 10 years in my adult life. And then, you know, plus all the years I lived here when I was younger. So Mm. in total, yeah, I've probably been off and on here for like 20 years. Uh, And then I lived in England for five years. Okay. Is that when you was doing quite a a lot of appearances as well? So that's how I got to meet you as well at Repro and WrestleCon. Uh, Where was it in England that you lived, by the way? Just like curiosity. Um, In West Midlands. So I lived um, like right, maybe about 15 minutes from uh, Stratford-upon-Avon. Oh, okay. I haven't haven't been there, but I'm just, I just thought like, yeah, the listeners would be interested. Oh yeah, yeah. I live. I lived over there. Um, I lived. So if you go one way, you're gonna you'll go towards like up north, so like Birmingham. Yeah. So if you take like one, you're gonna go Birmingham, and then if you take go at the time where where I lived, if you go right, you're gonna be going to like Leamington Spa, uh, Stratford upon Avon. Eventually, you'll hit Leicester, and then if you go one way, you're gonna go Worcester, the Mulvins, and it will eventually take you to uh, the like a Welsh area. <laughs> Yeah. No, just better I was like, right. <laughs> and I've lived all my life. <laughs> I feel quite ashamed, actually. Um, I'd like to know, what was it like growing up um, as the daughter of the British Bulldog? When is it that you realised your dad's popularity? Like, oh, he's actually a superstar. Like, he's larger than life. Well, I mean, like, it was all I kind of knew of. Um, you know, my first early years were, were seeing my dad on TV. You know, mm-hmm. um, he wasn't really lot and i i re- knew him on tv so that's why I, you know people be like why do you call your dad davy and not dad and as you'll see in the upcoming documentary of my dad on icons mm. wwe little plug there um <laughs> i discussed that as well but um he was always davy to harry and i when he was home my mom would call him davy on tv he was davy um so that's how i knew him i knew him like that and uh you know wherever we went uh, like whether it be to the mall or to like disney world or bush gardens or to McDonald's, 7-Eleven, um, people would stop him. He'd get like a lot of people that mm. would stop him. And I noticed as well, like, you know, when I watch like Flintstones or like even like the Simpsons or the Jetsons, you know, the dad, he's like in a suit and tie and he's 
eating breakfast in the morning, reading the paper, and he's mm. out the door working. Sort of nine to five sort of thing. Yeah. Nine to five type thing. And my my friends, my early friends, you know, when I was in elementary school, all their dads were like that. And I thought, there's something different about my dad. You know, he <laughs> he's wearing like, uh, he's pretty larger than life. Uh, <laughs> he's got a pouch. Um, he's not wearing a suit and tie. He's got braids. <laughs> um, hmm. But something's different. And I think it kind of uh, clicked for me when we went to, I think I was about four years old and Mickey Mouse at Disney World, the guy that dressed up as Mickey Mouse, came mm. up with a notepad asking my dad for autograph. You know, <laughs> and the kids, they go up to Matt and ask them that when the, Mickey, and I think it was a guy dressed as Pluto or uh, the chipmunks. It's they like queuing up for your dad's autograph at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse wants my dad's autograph. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> And, you know, uh, just, uh, it was a lot of, we did a lot of traveling. And I think that's where uh, my love for traveling has come from was because that pretty much from the get-go, I was traveling with my dad, like my early years before I went to school. And then, you know, while I was in school, if there was any WrestleMania or a SummerSlam, or if there was um, house shows nearby, we were always going to them. For WCW in 93, that was, that was actually really fun because they were doing their wrestling at Universal Universal Studios and Harry and I would go we'd watch the show at Universal Studios and then we go and watch the wrestling it's a pretty yeah. sweet day for like a seven year old and an eight year old nine year old <laughs> like that's <laughs> pretty amazing um, um and we'd go on all the rides yeah one thing I've noticed uh, and I will talk about uh, the Instagram account and your dad's social media because uh, it's become you know it's because it has developed such a strong following um but one thing i have noticed personally is the old family photos and uh i always it makes mm -hmm. me smile as well but i'd like to discuss um that you always look like you're having such fun in them like your dad was a big kid um i just want to know like was your dad able yeah. to switch off when he's around you and um also just like some of the stuff he used to wear like just oh i love it like yeah. <laughs> it was very 90s uh, but I just want to know what was he like he had, with these trips and how was he what was he like switching off? So um pretty much like the 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 guy you saw on TV, that was the person that was at home. Like he he never and I believe like that that's the people's that's their true, you know, some wrestlers you see like they take themselves way too seriously and I'm sure they're like that at home. Um <laughs> I have no idea, but my dad uh, Owen, Owen, like who you saw on TV, with the exception of him playing a villain and stuff, like that's who you got at home, like a prankster, uh, kind of mischief, mischievous person. And then uh, my dad was pretty—he was pretty laid back, pretty mellow. Um, you know, when he was home, because you know it was, it still is, but it was very demanding. Like I remember going weeks not seeing my dad, or like a month not seeing him. And, you know, back then, it was like the road maps that you'd have to pull out and drive. Like, you didn't have an Uber. You didn't have a smartphone. Um, so it was, so it was very demanding. Right? <laughs> right? Traveling. Um, just, and at the time, you know, when he was living in Calgary, he would have to get prepared an extra hour because of security to have to go through that. Mm. So I'm like, oh, it's here. And, or, you know, and you're flying domestically, it's get there an hour beforehand you know harry you know he pushes that he might get there half hour 45 minutes beforehand <laughs> but my dad and the brett and owen at the time they'd have to be at the airport like two hours early um you know and then get a rental car and then you know you'd have to go work out you're gonna have to go do this do that um you know uh, find a hotel um and then you know you're gonna get probably stopped by a bunch of fans and that's just the life that it was like my, my dad never complained he was grateful mm. for it but 
just even thinking about it, like, whew, and like the, the lack of sleep and everything, I'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah. And then you got to tan and you got to make sure your gear's right. You got to do this and do that. Um, so when he would come home, he just kind of would just watch TV, order a pizza. Um, you know, he might uh, play Doom or something on the, on the PC, the computer, uh, maybe Call of Duty or something. Um, he loves like playing Mario, those type of games. Really? Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's playing on like a Mike Tyson punch out. He's sitting like... It's in my cousin Ted's room when Ted was like five or something, six, eight or something. And he's just playing Mike Tyson punch out. He's got the braids. It's like some viral picture and people always show it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of, and if we were in Florida, he would like go on the jet ski. He, or, you know, he, uh, here, he would go on like a motorcycle. He was always wanting to like do, do get, be adventurous. I don't know if that's like a Sagittarius thing, but he was always like just wanting to live and do stuff. And at the same time, he would just kind of, you know, he would either sit in the jacuzzi or in the pool and just veg out and chill or just, like, sleep for long periods because he was he was tired. And then he'd be like, all right, mm. going to go work out this. Um, but I was very grateful. I mean, before he went back in 99, he had a, a long break because – not too long of a break, but he had that back injury, and then he was training and um, – getting back into the swing of things for when he returned to WWF at the time, back in 99, after Owen died. And that was like a big chunk that I had spent with my dad because prior to that, I never saw him. So um, it, that, I was, that was really cool. Like we learned about each other and, um, you know, we, we developed a, a really strong bond and we kind of kept that going till about, you know, till the time he died, you know, sometimes, you know, fathers and daughters, or, you know, sometimes with your parents or your siblings, you don't get along at certain points, but, um, you know, he was, he was my best friend and, um, you know, he, he would, he was teaching me how to drive. Um, you know, he was, he was kind of showing me how to work out and train. So I just wish he was here so I could do more with him and actually, yeah. uh, train with him. Cause, um, I, proper training but yeah <laughs> i mean like you still you carry on his legacy on a daily basis i mean like is um, like i was gonna show this at the end but you know like the fans oh. still talk about him <laughs> yep i love it <laughs> anytime we're in a team meeting just like <clears throat> casually like give them i only like a few people notice them, but they're older i'm like ah, everyone knows like, they don't know who john cena is Roman reigns but they'll know who british bulldog is um but That's one thing i did want to ask from what you said is um about basically traveling with your dad but i just want to know uh when you would go backstage and meet some of the talent uh, i just want to know who were, who were the kindest to you uh the rock was very nice my dad introduced me to him um when i was like 13 i had a massive crush on him and i was like can you please like introduce <laughs> me <laughs> him. um but um you know i've seen the rock a few times since then and he's always you know going back to 2000 or 2008 or 2017 2020 he's always he's always the same i've never mm. ooh, got a, he's in a bad mood like no he's always been very very nice and humble uh let me see who else is there there's like so many there i there's none that i'm like oh you know stay away from him the mm. type of i mean and if there is i'll shut up i won't say anything about <laughs> but uh you know, Macho Man, him and my dad were friends. Um, I really loved him um, growing up. 
I, and he was always nice. And, you know, I think him and at the time him and Elizabeth, they wanted kids or it just didn't happen. So like, he was always really nice to Harry and I, mm. um, and you know, him and my dad, they'd always go out, go motorcycle riding. Um, yeah, they, they were cool. I, I, I liked ultimate warrior. He stayed at my house, um, mm. stayed in the game a few times. Um, there is one person actually, uh, it's just cause I remembered the episode, uh, when your dad passed away, uh, confidential, uh, Undertaker, he was speaking so high of your dad and talking about the memories and you know what he was like backstage. And he was, I think this is when he was doing the biking gimmick. But was what was he like backstage towards you? Undertaker was always really nice. Um, mm. I think you've I don't know if you've seen a picture, but like I'm holding his hand, I must have been like three or four years old, had no fear. It's just like, <laughs> but I remember, uh, it was the WrestleMania, I think it was in '94, it was in when it was in, um. Connecticut. It was in Hartford or something. And it was when uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was there. Anyway, my dad was when the, the allied powers had formed. Mm. Lex and oh, dad. Yeah. And they were in a room doing like rehearsals or doing promos or doing, they're filming something. It was like hours that they were in there. And this arena that we were in, it was like freezing. And like, uh, I think my mom and Harry were doing something or Harry was doing the fan access. But I was outside uh, on the wall, outside the door. And like, I remember I just like fell asleep and I was just like really tired and Undertaker had like leather, like, like, I can't remember if it was like a biker jacket, but he came up and he draped his jacket on me. Oh, I bet he does not want you telling people that story. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really awesome. Um, mm -hmm. I just want to know, how did your mum, um, who a lot of us fans will absolutely remember her, uh, Diana Hart. Uh, how did she find being the storylines with your dad uh, with like Wembley 92, which side is she on um, family and husband and also with Shawn Michaels in uh, 96 with Cornette? Uh, with SummerSlam, there was like, like a lot of like stress involved because, you know, it was like a, it was one of the, one of the lifetime matches, you know, mm. it was a lot, a lot of pressure for Davey, for Brett. And she was just a part of it. You know, she, I don't know. I don't think she had ever really like talked properly, like on live TV before. I'm not saying that my mom was like inept at talking, but at the same time, when you're on live TV in front of 80, over 80,000 people and then people watching at home, I'd be like, I'd be deer in the headlights, <laughs> but she <laughs> carried herself pretty well. Um, but it was, it was very stressful. And my dad was recovering from a, a staph infection in his knee. And it was like, oh man, but that was, that I, and I remember her doing the promos or like the interviews leading up to that. And like my mom's mm. crying and I mean, she, it was, it was a stressful match, you know, her brother and her husband, but at the same time, she had like so many worries about my dad, like with his, with his knee, like, is he going to be okay? Because it was, he had a really, really bad, bad, bad infection. Like mm. it was like a, like a flesh and it was like, how are we going to do yeah. Mm. And, you know, uh, but they, they made it, they, Brett and him made it work. And, you know, down is probably the, the best, if not one of the best matches in history. So she, she felt very, very high emotions everywhere, but mm. uh, she, she loved part of it. And I think she helped make that, that storyline. Mm. Like I was going to say, she added to it, the emotion. Absolutely. Sure. She, she made it. Um, cause if she wasn't in the equation, I don't think it would have had told that story. Could have been just um, a match in a way. Exactly. And, you know, we haven't seen that happen again. 
I mean, maybe with the exception of like Dominic Mysterio and the sister from what I've been watching, but like I, I you know, I mean, I, I, I personally would compare that to British Bulldog as Bret Hart, but I know you mean, I know like, you mean, no. <laughs> the emotion with family and absolutely, yeah, exactly. I, I know what you mean, exactly. <laughs> it hasn't really done again. Hmm. Um, when it came to Sean and her, she, she loved being a part of that. Hmm. Uh, it, I'd watch it on TV. It was, I, I knew it was, you know, not real, um, like with her and Sean, because obviously that was my mom mm. and my dad. And, you know, Sean Michaels wasn't coming home, you know, wasn't scooping the tater, anything like that. And uh, no, no kids at school gave me a hard time about that. Like, oh, Sean Michaels, it was just, you know, uh, mm. I'd go home, watch it. And be Teach like, oh. keep you at the end, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Um, no, so that was cool. And then it came to, you know, when she was involved, um, uh, one night only, she was in the in the ring with, like, China, I remember. And then um, prior to that, the um, in your house, she, you know, came out in her Mrs. Calgary. Outfit. Oh, Calgary Stampede. Um, but she, oh. she, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. What a show, by the way. And you were staying in the show. ring, wasn't you, yeah. with your family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to mention it, but I mean, like, I mean, what was that like? Was that the last time that you was all together, the Hart family? Mm, the last time we were all together, it would have been WrestleMania in 2010, uh, WrestleMania 26. Yes. Yes. WrestleMania oh, 26 in Phoenix. Yeah. So, so that was like the last time, like we were pretty much almost all of us all together with like mm. the exception of, you know, obviously Owen's kids weren't there. Um, you know, some cousins, but yeah, mm-hmm. whole lot of us. Oh, okay. Um, I know Harry followed your dad's footsteps into becoming a wrestler, um, who I've met also, by the way. He's really cool. Mm-hmm. We like him. Man, didn't realize how fucking tall he was, by the way, your brother. He's massive. TV doesn't do him justice. But anyway, um, what stopped you from becoming a wrestler? Or at least, you know, being a character or something? That's uh, funny that you should ask that, because I was just talking about that with somebody. Um, well, you know, when I was growing up, it was always... An, things have obviously changed but when I was growing up it was it was a a man's sport mm-hmm. and you know that it was like you know women like they 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 don't go in the locker room you know like this is this is not that you know I'd be in the locker room or anything but it was just very like crystal clear like this is this is a man's sport you know when I was growing up you know you're I think you and I are similar in ages but it was what like Miss Elizabeth and Sensational Sherry were like the only two women like in our yeah. earliest memories so it wasn't really, and then, you know, my mom came about, but, um, you know, in those, in those early stages, um, it was always just like a, a man sport. And then as I was, you know, getting older and enter, becoming a teenager at that time, it was like the attitude era and, you know, with the, the bra and panties matches and all of that. And, mm. you know, my dad even says in an interview, they're like, well, what do you think about Georgia? If she got into wrestling and he was like, no, like, no, he's like, that's just out of the question. And I'm not saying, like, I didn't do it because of his wishes, but it just never, I think my dad, like, to him, like, he wanted me to, not that wrestling isn't the best, but he was, like, I've put my body through all this, I've done all this, I've, it's, I don't want you to to go through this type of thing. Um, And not that he doesn't want Harry, you know what I mean, but Harry, he naturally from, my first memories of Harry, he's playing with wrestling dolls, he's building wrestling rings, 
he's doing uh we had a kwa kids wrestling alliance he was um <laughs> always filming promos like that's what harry was meant to do and then yeah. you know i was more you know in barbies and girl things and art and dance and all that and it just never you know i just remember watching harry doing the practices i was like this is just not like not for me and um you know not saying that i'm not an athlete you know i i do train hard and i do have the like a pretty much um a, a physical base of an athlete like when you know people meet me they think i might be an athlete but um it's just it just never i i couldn't imagine it taking the bumps and i when mm. i watch like these matches i'm like oh my it was me i'd be like are you okay are you okay like i'd be so um hurt you i don't want to hurt you and then but at the same time it's like well that's what you're doing like when you go in the ring yeah you, i mean you can't do that regardless of what's gonna happen somebody <laughs> might get oh, are you okay oh my god um i'd be like so anxious about that but yeah just whereas like with natty she i think i think natty got into it when she was like 1920 yeah and it, she just it just kind of naturally happened and she had a really good coach who was tj who was showing her and um you know she she started to, to really love it and do that and it just became like natural to her and uh whereas with me i was like it just never that bug never never bit me where i was like oh i really want to do it mm. and there was never a point where i was like even in my that i was like yeah i think i want to do it just never mm. never never did and then some people are like <laughs> after i did the wrestlemania and hall of fame for my dad uh when i did an appearance they were like oh so are you signed now i'm like no and some people are like oh it, i read in like news things that involved with them i'm like oh no i just did like i was there celebrating my dad but they're like huh yeah. I'm like, what, why is this like, it's just, everybody's always like, you should like, it just seems like you need to be in it. And I'm like, really? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, are you going to be on NXT next week? Like, <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's also like, and I think people think because of who I'm related to that I've just got like an in there. Mm. It's like, no, and believe it or not, I don't know if you know this, but I actually auditioned for, um, like, uh, like an on-camera interviewer, like a host. I okay. did an interview audition for that and I didn't yeah yeah I did so um you know I did do that and uh, that that is a passion of mine like I love I, I am like a shy introvert but I I do you know love presenting um mm. I love showing you know whatever personality I've got <laughs> I love showing that I I'm as I like good on social media um mm. I'm good at putting things together and and presenting it's a, a picture or on tv or i i try to i think that's where uh, a natural talent of mine comes from mm. uh and i went to school for it so kind of all fit together and then i was like oh you know i do i do the sport it's you know as you know it's a part of me um no matter where i go wrestling will always be a part of me is it something that i'm going to do and it's going to be um a career for me like whether you know on camera I don't know, uh, but I did prior to COVID and all that. I did audition and it didn't work out, but you know, it was like, okay, but that was um, a pretty intense, crazy experience. Like I've mm. never been so nervous in my life. Be like, oh, you got in the bed, you know, you got, and it's like, no, no, but um, yeah, long story. No, that's, that's super interesting. I, I genuinely didn't know that at all. I, and I did like, did 
a lot of research. I mean, a lot oh. of it I sort of kind of knew, but no, that's, I'm so glad you told me and told the listeners uh, mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, just before I do get to the next question, I just want to know quickly from what you just said, um, who did you do the uh, audition in front of? Anyone that people might know, or was it just... It was, uh-huh. So I did it, I went to the NXT show the night before, and then the next day it was in front of Tom Phillips, who I just saw online got released, which... Um, yeah, come out of nowhere. I think, yeah, I I I came out of nowhere because I think he's he's was one of the best on there. So, um, hope they bring him back because he was really good. So it was Tom Phillips, um, Caleb Braxton, and uh, Todd Hamilton. It was those three. Yes, Dasha Dasha Fuentes from who's now in AEW. Oh, no, he's on about, yeah. Uh, well, we've seen a clip of this on WWE yeah. Icons. So it was a rare footage, just like, nah, George Smith. No, because oh. <laughs> this was, like, burned out. They were like, oh, God. Um, but another thing, which was, uh, and they had told me, like, they were like, your height is kind of, uh, you know, I'm 5'8". So with, with, with WWE and um, other companies, they, like, went the women or whoever's interviewing to be shorter because it makes the wrestlers look a lot taller. So they're like, yeah, your height is a bit of an issue. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay, can't really help that. But um, I've seen a, um, a one girl who's hired there, Alicia, I can't remember her last name, but she's she's not as tall as me, but I see she's like five, six, five, seven, and she's wearing flats. So, I mean, they can work around it, but they prefer, you know, mm. the, the smaller, shorter individuals. Oh, okay. After- Sort of a, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Like, I just didn't know. Um, one thing I do want to ask, Ed, it's been mentioned, and I know they've just released a, a, another figure off your dad um, as a two-pack with a big boss man. Did your dad enjoy working mm-hmm. in jeans, by the way? Because uh, I know you said he was quite close to your dad at this time. <laughs> I have to yeah. ask. <laughs> yeah, around that time was when, you know, we talk and talk about things like that. Um, I remember he was, he was really excited about like the new look because, you know, Mm. he was, it was the attitude era. It was going into 2000. They wanted him to look different than he had ever been before. Cause they're always like, okay, we've always got the union Jack. He's always in the tights. Um, Mm. so they kind of wanted him to like have that badass like villain type look. And, um, you know, back then it was like black boots and jeans. Like you look like, especially with his look and his physique, he looked pretty tough. So he he was all for it and i remember he was showing me um the different looks like i I, and i'm sure you've probably seen on some wwe specials when it's like how the undertaker like different looks that they wanted him to have or costume ideas i remember they had him and it was like okay davy's got the blue jeans he's got light jeans he's got (laughs) black jeans (laughs) a tie for for my dad and it was like hmm and i remember they showed like they had him with like the boots and everything um, and I remember they wanted him to grow like a beard. I can't see it. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just can't yeah. see it as a fan. <laughs> yeah, they wanted him to grow a beard. I remember he was like trying to grow it. And when I go watch, I'm seeing it's like coming in a bit. And But he said it was just way too itchy. Like he just couldn't. Mm. But I was like, oh my God, like I can't even picture him with the beard. So um, when I did ask him, I was like, you know, even as a teenage girl, like doing stuff in jeans, you know, any, anybody in jeans, it can be a bit like uncomfortable or a bit like, ugh. And he said, he said, yeah, it is uncomfortable. Um, he said, I, uh, it's, it is. 
though. Yeah, he 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 liked it to a point, but at the same time, like mm. he was much more flexible and could do things with with the tights. I mean, it was it was interesting. Look, I mean, when, I remember when he first shaved his hair in '95 after he betrayed uh, Diesel. I mean, I'm a nerd. I have to name the names and years, but um, it was just like a massive shock. But I personally thought he looked um, a lot more uh, a lot cooler and a lot more serious with the short yeah. hair in Camp Cornet. Uh, did your dad? Yeah, did he like having short hair or did he miss the braids? <laughs> um, I think he honestly, I think he liked having the short hair because the braids, it was a lot to maintain. Mm. And one of the reasons why, like how my hair is right now, um, when he came back in like 94, his hair was like this was because prior to that, he was in England doing a, an independent tour. And he, there was nobody, you know, in up north uh, where my granddad lived at the time where there was anybody to do his braids again so mm. he was like all right well, i guess i'm gonna have to take them out <laughs> and he took them out and then he came back with as you saw at the summer slam and um oh, you know, he was wearing match, the yeah. vest, his hair yeah and he just kind of kept it like that and he had the he had the face he had the face for like any hairstyle and then um somebody had made a comment to him how their hair his hair was looking too much like theirs and he needed to change it up. So he was like, okay. So he cut it and um, yeah, he was, and it's funny cause like his granddad has the same cut. His brother had the same cut. So or his dad, my granddad had the same cut. Uh, so it just kind of worked out and it, mm. it suited him. Um, and people ask me like, well, which look do you prefer the braids or the short hair? And you know, as a wrestling fan, I might say the braids because it made my dad stand out so much. And like, nobody yeah. had that. He had the red, white, and blue for UK, but same time, it's like uh, I, I think I like the short hair. I was gonna say, like, I can imagine like a lot of debates about this in the comments or just in general. Like, a lot of people might disagree. They might, I prefer him with the braids, or oh, that's how I remember him with the braids. But I also, I just prefer the short hair. But each yeah. their own. Um, to wrap this up, Ed, one thing I think we've just mentioned now with the fans is what's it been like managing your dad's social media account and um, being able to keep your dad's legacy alive. Because uh, seeing the growth over the last few years and being able to interact with fans over the world, I just want to know what's it been like for you running it? Well, I, I really, really enjoy it. And, mm -hmm. you know, I find new things, discovered new things about my time and people. It's just crazy. Like, you know, unfortunately, my dad's life was, was cut short. But with all the pictures and footage and content you know from all over the world from dubai to england to germany to uh south africa to it's like all these people are like oh here's your dad from the 70s here's your dad here here's your dad mm. and it's stuff i've never even seen before so that's really cool and to, it's just to celebrate my dad and to um you know honor him and i try to do that every day i can you know posting a picture and and it's quite you know therapeutic for me to to see him in, in a capacity uh every day when i run it yeah i get um you know stupid people in their comments but um i usually just delete them or Fuck. um Fuck but sorry, sorry. Yeah. i was yeah really no 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 um i i do and it's like and i'm like you guys do realize like his daughter like i'm running it but mm. You know that's the internet for you so that's fine i just kind of move on from it but no, um that's why that's why it's it's oh yeah it's it's very positive and um you know i just started it 
back in January, 2019, it was, yeah, January, mm. 2019. And I was like, I just very inspired when I saw how Bruce Lee's daughter, Shannon Lee, like how she runs his page and she's, you know, Bruce Lee died in like what, 72, 73. And his like, even, you know, we know Bruce Lee and kids yeah. today, they know Bruce Lee. It's legacy is continuing on and on through the people he's inspired and his daughter doing this and, you know, all the, the, the short things that he did in the short amount of time has, you know, as my brother says, it's echoed in eternity. And my dad's has done that, but there was no platform for my dad. Mm. And I hope that with what I've given people, they, they see who, who my dad is. And, um, I think that they have, you know, I get fans, you know, that were like, oh, I was born in 98, 99, 2000. And I've met your dad or not met your dad. I've, I've, I've watched his, his wrestling. And I'm like, you guys like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, he, he's influenced and inspires many like young and old. And, um, I hope his page is like a little, um, portal for that. So. Brilliant. I, I genuinely love the page, um, as a British Border fan myself, um, I grew up on him and it's one of the reasons why I basically talking to you, have a podcast about pro wrestling is, you know, one of the reasons is your dad and the Hart family and just, you know, um, as a nerd, I think I did show, I've got my own heart tape. Like I'm an absolute nerd for the heart families, but, um, what to wrap this up. Um, I, I love that fans in 2021 can still buy British Board of Merchandise. It's awesome, like, mm-hmm. like the jackets and um, short line jackets and stuff and action figures, not dolls, and uh, even their own comic book. I, I want to know what is next for your dad's legacy that fans may not be aware of just yet. Um, well, as you mentioned, you know, he's got uh, merchandise out. So if you're in the UK, just in case, by the way. Uh, just in case yeah. Some people like, you know, when you get stuff from pro wrestling tees, the shipping is a lot. As kind of a bit price ridiculous. So if you want something of of, of Davies in the UK, Wrestle Merch Central, and they've mm. got the cups and they've got towels, they've got um, they're coming out with duffel bags. I've got a little British Bulldog mm. fanny pack. That's really the jackets cool. Jackets that he uh, wore ninety seven. The the vest that he wore in ninety seven. Mm. Um, so that's pretty much to me like the best place to to get bulldog stuff. Is there WrestleMerchCentral.com. Um, you can also, if you guys are listening to this, you, you can go to my dad's uh, website and we can show you the different stores. Mm. Uh, so he's got that uh, WWE, uh, icons that my dad's, I think that's going to be, um, so I'm not sure when that's coming out, but I'm going to say maybe after SummerSlam, they're going to debut it. I'm just guessing because that's oh, a good time. I don't know why that long. Um, so that's coming see. out, uh, another, I know, um, I'm kind of. I'm like a bit anxious to see it. I'm like excited, but nervous. Um, let me see what else is there. He's got uh, another uh, documentary company um, if, that's based in Leeds and they're going to be doing a film about him as well. And they, they've done, um, they've done like some independent football movies. I've got like a whole list of them, but that's coming out. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, brum, 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 Have you got, got Lennox a, Lewis uh, appearing on that one? Or maybe. Sure, if he's in it. But I did connect WWE and him together. Oh, so he's going to be appearing on Icons? Or, or not? Because, uh, like, nobody... So I'm a bit of a boxing fan as well. That's, that is fucking sick. <laughs> Lennox Lewis on a WWE documentary talking about the British Bulldog. That's going to be awesome. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, professional. All right, so continue. Sorry. <laughs> so he might be in there. There's going to be a whole lot of people in there. Um, mm. He's got the other documentary coming out by uh, Lee Hickens. That's really cool. Um that's going to be it's his is going to be about like Davy's influence on UK pop culture it's yeah. going to be about 
um, and he's got something uh, I want I want to tell you guys but I, I I don't know if I can but expect in 2022 a little figure coming out and it uh, ends with pop oh has he not got one of those that's pretty awesome one of my mates will be chuffed to hear about that he loves the old school one so he'll love that especially British Bulldog one that's awesome news I didn't know nah, that's pretty cool um nah, that's pretty sweet to be fair but i'm so excited for the icons episode uh when was your interview because i know you uploaded like the images of when they're there when was that filmed they filmed that november so uh oh yeah you just made me think so they came november for that mm -hmm. like beginning of november like end of halloween and then the week after wwe and a and e came and they filmed stuff about because have you seen they're doing like like looking for old wrestling gear? Oh, the National Treasures, yeah. Yeah, so they came and interviewed us because they're doing for uh, uh, Bruce Beefcake and Greg Valentine. Mm. They're interviewing them and they wanted to talk to Harry and I about like the Bulldogs and the uh, Dream Team feud. So that was that was cool. They came for that and they said they're, they were hoping depending on how good this series is that they want to do an episode on my dad so that would be pretty mm, cool but in that episode with the dream team you'll see <laughs> is there anything um, that you want to own of your dad's that you don't because i know you do own a lot of his you know his, um his attires and his you know, worn jackets and stuff but is there anything that you would like to eye like the original european championship that he won um, yeah that would be cool i would like that that would be, um, I would really love a, a Funko Pop of him. I would really love that. That would mm. be like something I would be like, oh, wow. Because I kept persisting and pushing to and poking for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, and I would like if they did a, a doll of him, or sorry, a figure of him when he was like tag team with Sting back in 93. That'd be cool. I think, yeah. Like, he had like the braids. Um, I think that would be cool. I'm, I'm so happy that the one with the jeans is out because I've been wanting a figure. Oh, wanting tell me about it. I love it. I've been wanting that. And there was a prototype that had been made in like 99 and then it didn't come out. Mm. So this one, I think, yes, I'm going to have like a lot of those. And then his other one that just came out with the Matilda, that one was really hard to get. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I, I got four of them. <laughs> Fine. Um, that Matilda one, that one's really cool to get. The one with the doll, Funko Pop of him, or the one with the jeans, that's what I want of him, that next one. The Funko Pop. Um, pretty much, like, everything that I've wanted for him to happen, or, like, to come out, has come out. So, I'm, I'm like, yay! Sometimes you just mm. have to be persistent. Um, I think that's about it, really. And if I could somehow find his boots. Mm. I don't have any of but I'm sure somebody somewhere has his boots. So I'd like to get those. Dread to think what the price would be of them. You never know, fans. But um, I do want to thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure. And the fact that you remembered me from the shows, uh, I was an absolute nerd, but I was polite. But um, but yeah, my mate Andy was just like, oh, he's not really a massive wrestling fan, but because he likes your dad, he's just like, oh, I'm going to get the photo. Like, you know, it's full on store. I'm, you know. <laughs> um, but one last question. It's a boring one, but I want to know personally. Uh, what's your favourite Davey Boy Smith match? Hmm. I'm probably going to go with the typical obvious answer, but that's SummerSlam 92, just because it was in my dad's home country. Um, it was there. He won. It was uh, made history. 
uh, I think him and Brett brought out the best of each other. It was just the, the storytelling and how as years have gone on, like it's, it's, it's still holds its own and it's mm. becoming probably the best match of all time. So I'm going to go with that one. People still talk about it to this day, even WWE, what culture, <laughs> cultaholic, it's still talked about and adored by fans across the world, including myself. I loved it. It's one of the first matches I ever saw and um, I've seen it so many times since. But I personally prefer the match at In Your House 95. I think that match is fucking I was, fantastic. I was going to say, if it's not SummerSlam, I was going to say that one too. Um, I that might match. Even, oh, love it. Might even go more with that one, but yes. I might. <laughs> uh, but I'm just thinking, like, in a whole, like, the, mm. the whole build up and everything. But I know it's. If it is a match, I'd go with that 95. But I think I think the more popular answer will be 92 SummerSlam. Um, but there is no wrong answer in this. They're both amazing, amazing yes. matches. And the match he had of own heart as well. Um, Raw 97 on, uh, in, I think it was Germany, wasn't it? Yes, that was a good match too. Yes, yeah. Um, but your dad's had plenty of matches, great memories, and uh, fans still talk about him. And we finally got to see him inducted to the Hall of Fame. And where can fans find you on social media? Fans, you can find me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm uh, at Georgia J Smith. That's my Instagram. My Twitter is uh, twitter.com uh, backslash uh, Georgia Smith 87. My Facebook is uh, facebook.com backslash uh, Georgia Smith 7. I was born in 87, so seven's my number. Those are my main social media platforms. Uh, my dad's social media, so uh, his is um, at the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith on Instagram. His Facebook is uh, the British Bulldog, facebook.com backslash the British Bulldog. Uh, his Twitter is uh, at underscore Davy Boy Smith. Those are his main ones. Also, uh, check out, um, you know, obviously follow him on Instagram for all news and updates and the, those social medias. But he mm. also has the website if you guys want to see his diet, want to see his uh, exercise, his training stuff. Um, about Harry, about me, my mom, there's a section on there. His store. Um, what else is on there? Uh, all news um, and events coming up. It will be on there. Yeah. So his his website and also has yeah his uh, where you can get merchandise. Merchandise it is. Well, thank you very much for coming on today. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. I hope you have a good weekend uh, as it's Thursday. I know I certainly will. But I want everyone to thank you for listening. And I will be back with what do you call it podcast? And this episode has been bizarre. Sorry, something your dad said in. in I'm a nerd, but thank you. Take care. Bye, guys. Hello, everyone. I have a special announcement for my next guest who comes from Wrestling Royalty. It's Georgia Smith here, and you're listening to What Do You Call It Podcast. You heard. <laughs>